Welcome to Whiskey and Whiskers Podcast, Episode Three, Version. Fuck you. We're your hosts, Chris, Gator, and Blake. So we're gonna mix it up a little bit this week, I think. Yeah, absolutely. We're gonna be culturally diverse. We're gonna transcend our traditional American whiskey drinking show, and uh, we're gonna go south of the border and drink some Mexican whiskey tonight. Let's make a run for the border. Yeah. Yeah. What's really going on is at this point, we've bought almost all of the whiskey on all of the shelves that are anywhere close to us. So we're having to go. We're having to go overseas now. But or, clearly we're whiskey and whiskers. So we're not going to review this, right? We're, we're not going to review it. We're just going to take shots while we're yeah, hanging out in the studio. Basically, we're just going to drink Mexican whiskey. And Which kind of gets us time. back to our roots, you know? <clears throat> yeah. Like, we're in Texas. Well, I, I mean more like to, to the show roots of just this is us hanging out. This is going to be a little bit more uh, freestyle, right? Instead of uh, structured dicks and buttholes like normally. Yeah, of course. Yeah, that's too rigid and hard. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't get it. Uh, yeah, support them up. And I have something uh, serious I want to talk about. Uh, somebody Seriously, pre- dude? Not even serious, but kind of. Uh, somebody produced to me the other day a trailer for the new Batman movie. And uh, we haven't done Nerd Out in a while. Or... Uh, critically ashamed, so. Is it like a fifth wheel, or is it a... It's a hot rod this time, dude. They made the Batmobile like a hot rod. Oh, I was talking about the trailer. It's like a Chevelle with a jet motor in the back. It's pretty dope. Uh, Robert Pattinson. How do you guys feel about that? I Uh, didn't believe you at first when you said that. I don't like it, but... So, I I, I get it. I understand why. He is a vampire. I know where your head's at. Right. Right. Uh, it goes, oh, that's the guy from Twilight. But he's a vampire, so he's a bat, too. That's where my head goes. So it trends, right? Yeah. So not really though. <laughs> not really because though. it's Robert Pattinson. It's dark. I love that DC is continuing to go dark with their movies. Yeah, um, let's and make I it like that. Dark. And and Robert Pattinson is doing pretty good at the dark at the dark side. And what I was gonna say is, uh, so Robert Pattinson, yes, was the guy from Twilight. Now that that's out there, he would have been a good uh, Luke Skywalker too. He also crushed it in um, or Anakin, the lighthouse. The Anakin is coming, yeah. Yeah, he played Anakin Skywalker. No, really. In the third though. Star Trek movie, dude. I thought so. <laughs> That's what it said on Google. So. For sure. Uh, but so he was really good in, in uh, the the, light, the Lighthouse. The Lighthouse with uh, Willem Dafoe, right? All these light movies. And it got, it got you know, critically acclaimed or whatever. And, and both of those guys acted the fuck out of that. Like, it was, it, was an ama- it, it was an amazing actor movie. It wasn't the, that great of a movie, but it was a really good, like, flex on their acting capabilities i guess sure they trained um, hard for it and then he was also in that uh what was it the De- devil all the time or something like that with tom holland on netflix before the devil knows you're dead no i think it's like the devil all the time or devil within us or oh, okay it's something like that but uh a friend of the devil's a friend of mine he was really good in that too and he, he wasn't the main character but he's he's spreading his range from just like dude there was a time that everybody hated on leonardo dicaprio he was a great Batman. Right. And all it took was... was the best Batman, for sure. <laughs> all it took was, uh, you know, it, you can't blame Pattinson because he started on Twilight and made a, made a heap of money, you know? Uh, but let's see what he does from here. And, and dude, the new Batman trailer is short. There's not a whole lot. They don't give away a whole lot. But it looks good. Yeah, I was going to say, how do you feel about the trailer? I think it looks good. And I like that they're going dark with it. It looks super dark. Uh, oh yeah, they're, they've got like duct tape, uh, serial killer shit going on. Yeah, it looks good. Uh, 
And it, it looks violent, which at the risk of... Well, that's what we want out of a Batman. We yeah. want it to be dark. We want it to be violent. We want... We we want what we've already received in what was the last Batman series, and even the even the in between Joker movie was. I mean, it's it's setting the it's setting it's setting the the bar at, at a really deep dark you know setting. It's good. I like it. I like what they're doing. I hope. Uh, I hope they don't wuss out. I hope they go hard. I hope it's rated R. <laughs> oh, it's going to be rated R for sure. Has to be TVMA, dude. Like all the last the last like four Batman movies were all rated R. Yeah, I want to see. Like, can we throw some titties and some gore in there? Like, can we make this a fucking like a like a Quentin Tarantino movie, but Batman? Batman traditionally has some gore for sure, uh, but I agree with you on the tits. I just, you know what I mean? Like, I want it. I want it to be seedy underground Gotham, like sketchy shit. You know, I want and I want Batman to be fucking people up so much so that you question whether you're rooting for the bad guy or not. Yeah, you know what I mean. That's that's what Batman's supposed to be. That's what he's supposed to be—the anti-hero. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like it. I'm I'm excited for it, and I guess it's coming like pretty soon, which is really cool. Yeah, they're throwing question marks up there, which I don't know if that's a, I don't know if that's an homage to to the Joker or to well, like, no, I think to get people from the trailer that the Riddler is involved, but it's a darker version of the Riddler. It's oh. not going to be a Jim Carrey Riddler, but there was riddles all through the trailer. Damn, and the, and I saw some cat ears. Yep, and there's going to be a Catwoman. I don't know in what capacity, but it it looks like we're going to get a Catwoman. Yeah, there's definitely a Catwoman. And they better have consulted Michelle Pfeiffer over a Catwoman, not Halle Berry, because Michelle Pfeiffer was a better Catwoman. She is not a cat. Yeah, it looks like they consulted Simone Biles, which is also a good play. Yeah, no, that's, that's I'm down. <laughs> yeah, Catwoman's got to be good at gymnastics and shit, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited. Uh, so I guess that's our, our bad guys. That, that's what we're getting away from it. Yeah, it's gonna I, be the Riddler. I think it's gonna be the Riddler, but I think it's gonna be a super dark version of the Riddler, not the Jim Carrey version or the Adam West version or okay. the Adam West version. Yeah. All right, let's take a shot. Yeah. Cheers. I don't know how this is gonna go down. I haven't been south of the border in a year or two. This is the first time we've ever taken tequila shots on whiskey and whiskers. I mean, Mexican whiskey on whiskey and whiskers. <laughs> All right. Cheers to that. Cheers. Cheers, guys. Oh, wow. All right. That's what that is. Mm. Citrus. So, anybody got a bottle opener? Yeah, right here. No, I'll get it. I don't want bust lighter. Church opener. There's like a fancy one somewhere here. Uh, so we've got. We've, oh yeah, there's a bullet in the alligator head right there. We've got the Twilight guy playing Batman, and then oh, yeah. apparently for a, another first, another first thing that's happened um, for the first time ever, there's a dude on the cover of Playboy. No, there's not one in there. No, there's not. Yeah, you got fucked. Yeah, I can do it. I almost got it. Yeah, give it to me. I can do it. If you can't open a beer with a lighter, you're not a man. Yeah, there you go. Save the lighter. Anyways, there's a dude on the cover of Playboy. Anyways, so back to Batman. <laughs> it's happened. Yep, that's a cool thing. So, so what do you think about, uh, are they going to make multiple Batman movies? or <laughs> I don't know, dude. Like, Look, I'm not like, I'm not for it, but I'm not against it. But here's my only hang up is this, is they already have a magazine for that. Yeah, but like, I don't know. You can't I, say that, dude. I, I mean, kind of. I don't know, dude. I, I'm not. I'm. I'm not saying that that shouldn't be a thing. I'm just saying that, like, I think what they're doing is they're trying to get away from the misogyny. Like this, this, uh, this magazine is is marketed towards men, straight men only. 
and you know every person in it is blonde with big fake tits you know what i mean like yeah i get it but at some point like that's also your like entire demographic or you know like your market but they're trying but they're trying to get outside of that like they they don't want to be rooted in pornography they want to be uh like an entertainment venue or avenue yeah dude i get it well in the first one obviously it's going to be a big deal because everybody's going to be like what and look right just because it's the first time they've ever done it you know what i mean didn't sports illustrated do it but if it becomes a trend i i can't see it like it's gonna it's gonna entirely shift their their market it's gonna entirely shift their demographic but but see i don't think i don't think like if there's nudity i don't think he's a centerfold I mean, maybe he is. I don't know. I don't know. I didn't look into it. I saw the cover, but that's it. But here's my thing. If he is a centerfold, you're you're limiting your audience. You're not expanding on it. That's what, you I'm, know that's, what I mean? That's exactly what I was trying to say. That's exactly what I was trying to say. You're, you're limiting. You're trading one audience for another audience rather than You're trying trading to, one large audience for, for a much smaller, smaller audience. audience. Yeah. Rather than trying to just build on to what you already have. I don't know. It is Playboy, so hopefully they do it class- with some with a little bit of class and judging by the cover it looks like they went that route and and you know it got a lot hey that's the first cover of playboy that i've seen in a few years yeah that's true so since like Lindsay lohan or something so like i mean it served its purpose there if they if they go with class and kind of stick to their roots beyond that and just kind of like hey but we're not like we're not solely this like we we're we're also like i don't know Play, trying to play to, to, to another We're trying to expand our what if, base. Our what audience. if their product wasn't uh, geared just towards men? What if their product was sex appeal? And not sex appeal for, like, marketed to you and I, but sex appeal in general, right? So this is just one episode where it's sex appeal towards a certain demographic. It's a change in their marketing ploy, though, because it's always been geared towards men. And even... And this is the the classic Playboy argument was like, yeah, there's pictures in there, but also like they had a bunch of great writers. Like back in the day, it was it was filled with a, a bunch of great articles that were geared towards like how to be a man. You know, it was cool. <coughs> and uh, I know that a lot of times I've read a lot of those articles. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, you know, after you've had it for about a week. I'm not even that. <laughs> not even that. Like it's some. You know, we we came up in the age of you know DVDs, and all of a sudden the internet. See, that's where I was going. And it's like we had video. Like, I, you what know? are we even gonna do? Like, when was the last time you bought a magazine? Right. You know? Right. So what's what? What does it even matter who's on the cover of a magazine that nobody buys? Like, that's not. I don't even know what Playboy does now. They need to somehow keep it classy and and find their way into social media and get back to great writers with great articles that are grabbing social media attention. If if I was running it, that's that's the direction I would go. I have a feeling if Hugh Hefner was still alive, this probably wouldn't be happening. Not because it's bad, but just because his it was not his image. Yeah, but Hugh Hefner is not the poster child of like open-mindedness and being connected with today's crowd. No, and that's what I'm saying, like this probably wouldn't have happened if he hadn't had died. It would just it it didn't fit his image. Yeah, now also that, if he hadn't died, he'd be like 102. I, I think, okay, here's the deal. I think it's there for uh, shock value. It made them relevant for a time, even if it's going to be a short time, right? Right. Um, that's not what they need to be doing. What they need to be doing is revamping their the way they get to people. Fine. Because people don't buy magazines anymore. Right. 
So, like, they need to open up. I'm sure they have a website, I guess. They have to figure out how to fit their content into socials. They've automatically just taken the stance of, oh, just because there's nipples, we can't be on Facebook, right? Like, it's if they got back to their core articles and the Playboy articles was coming across your feed like a, you know, like a Maxim or something like that, then I think that's where they could gain traction again. Again, if I was running it, that's the that's the route I would go. So that's the new angle, right? Is is we're not we're selling sex appeal, and it's it's it doesn't have to necessarily be geared towards straight white See, men. And I think that's to, I, I I like I said I I agree in, in an effort to try and expand some audience, but at the same time, I think I think getting down to the core is great writing, and if they can somehow get those grab you articles flowing through social media feeds, then they're going to be in much better shape and become relevant again. Why don't they start a whole magazine line for that? Because nobody buys magazines anymore. But they have, like, Playgirl, right? Well, that's... Okay, you're all the way back to exactly what I was talking about in the beginning. Like, there's already magazines for for that. And, and again, if that's the route they go from now on, then they've really kind of fucked up. They're trading one audience for another rather than expanding. If it's just a one-time hit, they... It was successful because they got a lot of people to actually view the cover for the first time in a long time, right? Uh, <clears throat> and then move on. But I think I think they need to even go further and gear it away from the sexuality as much. Sure, maybe put the pictures in there as the grab you, but have a fire article under there about, like, I don't know, timepieces or cars or fucking cool shit that, that people like to read about, you know? Flying in airplanes and stuff. Yeah, that kind of shit. What if, and bear with me here, what if this is us reeling from a changing world and, uh, you know, gay people and, and uh, you know, different, uh, all different types of people are going to start being, or are already starting to be more and more visible, right? Right. And so what if it's just us, like, trying to hold on to something that's, that's already passed, you know, and that's why we're naysaying. When in reality, this could be, what markets to uh, again though i'm not naysaying i'm not naysaying i'm not like i i somewhat agree with what they're doing in the moment if they continue down that route and that's their focus i don't think it's going to be successful and i think they're doomed at that point if they can if they can just make it a thing and try to become more inclusive even with the articles maybe like you write articles to both on all, all the audiences right like cool but so you're shifting away from marketing towards men or straight men actually and going towards marketing just towards men or marketing towards everybody? Everybody. Everybody. And so you're going to have to have a mix of a mix of things in there, right? Like but some dude, articles are going to have to be... Right. You don't want to. So you're going to read I, yeah, about I the stopped. men articles. But then somebody else might want to read about something else. So they can throw those articles in there too and mix it up a little bit by all means. I feel like they're going to alienate their entire fan base and audience though if they're like turning into Cosmo. Right. If they you know? if they're not careful. If How to not, please your man 15 easy ways or something. Like dude. No, no. Maybe not going there. But like there's there's a line. There's there's a very fucking thin line that I think can be walked and if they do it right, I think they could do it successfully. They need to just they, they need to stick to their image. How about that? Even if they're not even if they're marketing towards everyone, they need to stick to the Playboy image. You don't have to be a straight white male to be a Playboy, right? Like you can be a you can be anything. You you I mean so, but you got to have the swag. Like, you got to have the swagger. You got to have, you right. know, fucking nice shoes. And you got to have a nice watch. You're picking up what I'm putting down. Regardless of your sexual orientation or your gender or any of that. Like, you got to... Right. You just got to wear it well. Yeah. Like, great. Be a star, right? 
So on that note, uh, I guess I guess they're doing all right. You know, um, hey, they managed to be relevant today. Right. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It, it was a. I think it was a solid move here. I just. I think where they go from to, here is a go, solid step. Yeah, exactly. Where they go from here is going to make all the difference. And you know, they have to figure out to to be relevant. They're going to have to figure out how to be relevant on the platforms that everybody's existing in today. Does Playboy? They don't touch on politics very much, aside from censorship. Obviously, they've always kind of pushed that line. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, not as much as like you know. Hustler or something, but um, very much like freedom of speech, freedom of the press, you know, uh, this is the shit that we're into. I don't know where I was going with that. Sorry, lost it. Well, I guess this is very freedom of expression or whatever, however you want to call it. It's pretty liberal. Yeah, I don't uh, I don't know if they can get away with like buzz topics, I guess. You know, they can't. And, and maybe they shouldn't. Like, I don't I don't really want Playboy it to get into. It shouldn't be buzz. It should be like. It should be GQ. It should be Maxim. It should be Vogue. It should be, you know what I'm saying? Not. It should be better than Maxim. To me, Maxim is like the Axe body spray, like next to well, what, what Ma- Playboy should what, be. What Maxim was was what Playboy couldn't be because they didn't show nipples, right? Like that's all they did. They they took the same, all of the same shit, the writing styles, the articles, all the same shit, pictures of pretty women. So T for time out. They real just quick. censored up the the women. And- is Playboy porn? Not anymore. Mm, not anymore. Oh, mm. it's not. Okay. Yeah, they stopped. They stopped doing porn. Like they shop. So they stopped showing penetration. No, they never showed penetration. Ever. Yeah. Uh, they stopped showing like nipples. Aside from like, oh, but see, even that they push the line. They'll do like the body paint stuff. Shit, Sports Illustrated will do that. Yeah, they still show it. See, I didn't realize Playboy has made a big change. Yeah, they've backed off a little bit. How about that? It, it might, so I can risky. totally, I can totally see this move then. Because I'm thinking Hugh Hefner days. You know what I mean? That's play. When I hear Playboy, that's what I think of. But yeah. the, you probably want to distance yourself from Hugh Hefner right now because I don't know that that his... Yeah, it's not relevant anymore. But I'm yeah. saying like, yeah, when I think of Playboy, that, that it was when he was alive and that was, you know, 10 years ago. It's way different now. I haven't sure. kept up with Playboy since then. You know what I mean? Like, it's changed a lot and I haven't, I haven't kept up with it, clearly. Bit of a playboy myself, but I don't get the magazine. You're more of a Jeremiah Johnson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and I'm not hating at all. I just, I was making a, I was still thinking like full on nude centerfolds, you know, and I was like, whoa, they're doing this. Now? I think they still like, do that different. to some extent, don't they? Like at least on some of their channels, or that's what I was like. Don't they have categories for this? Like this is how you know that we're like disconnected out of from our, it. Yeah, yeah. Like pornography is very categorized, right? Like, sure. I mean, it is on. You know, X videos, red team, but shit. <laughs> Get any category you want. They don't like mix it up like that. But it's not pornography anymore. So now I'm like, okay, when you step out of the pornography realm, I guess you step out of the strict categories. See, I never. And then you step into like the more. A well, lot of people never. GQ magazine. A lot stuff. of people never considered Playboy porn because there wasn't penetration. It's never been that. Like if you wanted porn, it was a hustler or a penthouse. Mm-hmm. Or something like that, you know. Uh, Playboy was just suggestive and sexy. It wasn't Playboy even it, it, like written on the magazine says entertainment for men is what it used to say. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I, again, I'm sure you're you want to distance yourself from that because you don't want to be labeled misogynist, right? Like, Who is you, Playboy? Yeah, right. Oh, it's like me. What? So you don't want to be entertainment for men. You want to be like entertainment. Yeah. Period. Yeah, that's more appealing. And then, so now instead of trying to find things that market towards a certain demographic, now you just need to th- stick to a theme. 
that's what they've got. That's what Playboy has is they have a theme. Like they have a, a vibe. What am I trying to say? Uh, uh, an image. A brand. There you go. Yep. It's like Playboy has a brand that's very specific. And, and they need to stick to that. Like I want to read articles about, you know, time pieces. I want to read articles about. But like, to, to your fast though, boats, it's hard to you know, it's hard to stick to that and also be inclusive and expand your market at all. It's true. Ah, another shot. I see how this goes. Uh, steady as it goes. All right, story time. Sure. Yeah, let's hear it. So <clears throat> last Sunday, uh, <clears throat> you know, you, you guys do the the steak night thing ever? Every night. No, I'm just kidding. But yeah. Like, I, I, it's not like a, a habit. I don't do it every week or anything, but Sunday is steak night pretty often, you know? Let's go get a steak. So that's what I was feeling. I told my wife, I was like, hey, you're going to be at the store later, right? Like, would you mind just picking up a couple steaks and I'll, I'll grill them on the, on the grill? So I told her, I want uh, New York strip, get them from the counter, not from the... Yeah, the package, pre-packaged. Yeah. So she does. She comes back and she's got two prime New York strips. Prime. And I was like, holy shit, you got Prime. And she was like, I didn't know what I was... I just pointed to the ones on the counter, you know? Yeah. And I was like, I'm not complaining. Like, this is dope. But it's like 45 bucks for two steaks. Right. You know? That's right. So, whatever. We're having badass steak tonight. So, I grilled the steaks. Turned out awesome. We ended up only eating one between the, the two of us, you know? Because they're, you know, they're like... Yeah, dude. Dude, you got steak and eggs for and they were And they were thick. That's what I'm saying. Now we got fucking badass steak, you know? So, we get done eating. I'm like sitting in my chair reading reddit or something she's like giving our daughter a bath and uh dude one of the fucking dogs got our other steak yeah. over a 20 dollar steak <laughs> yeah and one of those dogs fucking ate it in like a matter of seconds damn and like my dogs aren't really notorious for surfing the counters but th- that steak must have been too irresistible like they, <laughs> they're like it's prime and all they, i can they imagine what they were getting into <laughs> I mean, that, that was one of the best steaks that, like, any dog in this neighborhood... It was the, the best meal that any dog in this neighborhood ate that week, you know? Yeah. But, That's so awesome. <laughs> like, dude, I know my dog didn't chew that fucking steak. Like, that was a big fucking steak. Two people <coughs> split a steak. We were like... And one dog ate the whole motherfucker. Probably little, in, little like... Little dog. Probably in, like, one bite. Or, you know what I mean? Not even I, a big dog. That fucking, 500 milliseconds, dude. That whole steak is in the dog's stomach, like, intact. You know what yeah. I mean? I have, I have a fun one. What so, is happening in there? Like, So, like, a week and a half ago, we were uh, going to have fajita night, you know? Smoke some, some beef fajitas. By the way, smoking beef fajitas is the only way to beef fajita, period. Uh, just doing that, and... I see what you do. It's the only way to be. Yeah, fajita. We were making, <laughs> we were making queso also, right? Mm-hmm. And so, we'll oh, out, gross! Pull, you pour the queso on the smoked beef fajita. No, you pour it on the no. dog, dude. No, yeah. So we pulled out the whole block of Velveeta cheese, like the whole party fucking, cheese. Yeah, the whole five dollar block of cheese. Out right? of the oh no! And <laughs> set it on the counter. It went outside to like flip the meat and shit. It came back inside, and the dog ate the entire fucking box of cheese. Dude. <laughs> The entire block of cheese. I'm not sure that the dog is shit since then. It's been like a week and a half. Well, what's going through their head? Like, dude, that's not okay. You can't eat an entire fucking block of party cheese. Dude, they're like evolving. They're like, <laughs> dude, yeah. yeah. Power up, dude. You and zero remorse. Like, she didn't even seem to get sick to the stomach. Nothing. Just zero remorse. Just like, okay, that was cool. You got any more food? She just <laughs> learned. What? You know what I mean? She's like what? that. That block of yellow shit's delicious. You ate. Right. You ate like two entire pots of queso just now. What? Dude, I've 
I've, my dogs have eaten an entire loaf of bread before. What kind of fucking degenerate <laughs> eats a loaf of bread? That's not even. <laughs> that's not even good. Like, you would have to put a gun to my head or something to get me to eat a loaf of bread. You know what I mean? Like just dry ass bread. You don't you, have the moist. That's you get the wrong bread, dude. Can I get some butter or something? Fuck, poor dogs, dude. Dude, water. <laughs> Jesus. That'll plug you up for sure. Ow. Ow. <laughs> oh, and you know it swelled up. You know what I'm talking oh, about? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. They just have a cannonball in their stomach. <laughs> yeah. Dude, a block of cheese. It's block of cheese. Whole steak, block of cheese. Loaf of bread. Loaf of bread. Good Damn, dinner. Dude, dude that is a good dinner. <laughs> steak smothered in fucking queso with some bread. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. I think dogs will literally eat until they die. Yeah. That's yeah, crazy. I think so too. I'm how, Yeah. How do they not die then? Like I don't know. I've always kind of been of the the Dude. mindset that's like, well, it's it's an animal. It, it existed for th- thousands of years before we domesticated it, right? If I ate a block of cheese, I'd go to the hospital. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're you're drinking charcoal solution. Yeah, <laughs> there's gonna be problem. He overdosed. He overdosed on party cheese. Dude, yeah, no, but seriously, dogs will eat till they die. I swear. Yeah. If you think about it, if you let them loose somewhere, they have no control, especially when they're fed their whole lives. You know, and they get a set portion. If you, like, let them loose in a butcher shop or something, they'd be like, you'd find that dog dead. They wouldn't even be sad about it. No, they'd, they'd love like, every yes. minute of it. Yeah. <laughs> I achieved the ultimate dream. Even can, blocks of cheese. I can die happy. They get lost in it. They might eat till they're tired and lay down, <laughs> but they're going to keep eating as soon as they get up after they shit everywhere. <laughs> Suicide by cheese. <laughs> party cheese. It's a one. It's a one-dog party. I'm picturing a dog in like a storage shed, like a small one, like eight by 10 and like four by 10 of it is stacked like four feet tall with just like cheese, unsheathed cheese. <laughs> and you no, put- what's even more fucked up that you know, like what if, what if you just had like a Homer bucket full of mayonnaise? <laughs> you know what I mean? You know, they would eat it. They'd be covered in it. <laughs> they would be shoulders deep in that bucket. <laughs> like- Dude, there's a degenerate movie. And at one point, there's, like, a group of people standing around drinking beer, staring at a dog, and somebody had puked in the parking lot. <laughs> and they're like, is he going to eat the vomit? I think he's going to eat it. And they started betting on if the dog was going to eat it. He ate it. Yeah. <laughs> Spoiler alert. He ate it. But, dude, they'll eat, like, you get a dead rat in your yard, and the dog's like, hey, I'm going to eat that dead rat. I had a beagle. That's not good for you, dude. Don't eat the dead rat. She'd inhale awesome. fucking dead birds, dude. Hole. <laughs> Those bones are good for him. Don't even chew them, dude. Just That's what I mean. Feathers and all. Man. There's an intact bird in there. Like, yeah. What's? It's got to come out. It can't stay there. She'd usually throw it up. It's pretty disgusting, <laughs> dude. I don't know how. What? Uh, well, cats aren't any better. Can you imagine eating a sock and passing a sock as a human? That would be fucking terrible. Oh my god! Would I would so go to the bad. hospital and get it. I'd be at the. You'd be in the news, bro. They'd be like, like, man. What's wrong? Like, I got half a sock hanging out my ass, dude. Yeah, dude. It would just pull be... it. Pull it out. Someone pull it out. It would just it be out. an ankle sock, too, dude. A little footsie sock. No, don't touch it. Don't <laughs> pull it out. No, don't touch it. <laughs> I got hemorrhoids. Oh, God. Yeah, dude. It'd be bad. You'd be on fucking GoFundMe and everything. Chris ate fucking socks. And fucking, <laughs> he can't work and we're trying to get him out and it's really bad. 
Yeah, they'd start a GoFundMe. Yeah, yeah exactly. He'd be in, in the news. Sorry, guys. I can't control myself. I love Local eating socks. Local man socks, and he's fighting for his life. Oh, then it would become a trend. Or, you know, blow up on TikTok. Everybody be eating socks. See, I already played this all the way through. This is why I don't <laughs> eat socks, boys. <laughs> You don't want all the fame and publicity. Publicity. <laughs> Publicity. Uh, but it has to be a dirty sock, right? Like we can't have we can't be having clean socks. Come sock, dude. It's all fucking crunchy and shit. <laughs> Those are the best socks. Everyone knows that. Yeah, it's got protein. It's crunchy, like a chip. Uh, no, dude, you need to get a clean one, fresh out of the dryer. It's all dryer sheeted out. Dude, you know, and and obviously this isn't as bad, but like, dude, a dog will just like eat a stick. <laughs> this tastes like clean laundry and a old stick. foot. <laughs> uh, again, you're not you're not gaining any sustenance from a stick. You're not like processing a stick. You know what I mean? You're eating parts of stick and then shitting stick. That can't be comfortable. I know, dude. My dog eats my wood furniture. Like, <laughs> you ate a chair? <laughs> Why? That's not- Was it good? <laughs> What the fuck? If you literally, if you go to my house right now, I have a bunch of bar stools around the island, you know, where the kids eat breakfast and stuff. And every bar stool, all the woods chewed off the bottoms of them. And then also in my bedroom, I have a big wood king bed or whatever in the corner, completely chewed up. They're just like, I'm gonna eat this bed. What? <laughs> what? Why? Sometimes you gotta eat a bed. I guess your teeth hurt. Nah, dude, fuck that. These dogs are fucking over two years old. They're fucking fine. They've already been through the puppy shit. True. <laughs> I guess still- they're just bored. Like, dude, they've achieved the ultimate, like, existence. They though. ate yellow cheese, bro. <laughs> no, dude. They'll it's, never get that high again. It's vengeance. I swear to God, it's fucking vengeance. Here's what it is. Oh, I see that you didn't share your fucking McDonald's breakfast with me this morning. How about I eat your cherry? Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they're doing. <laughs> You think they, yeah, you think they can think that far ahead? Yeah, I guarantee it, dude. Oh, I watch sure. it. So I have one dog, completely housebroken. Never any accidents in the house, completely housebroken. But if I go somewhere that she can't get to, she walks like to the living room and takes a big dump in the living room. That's probably because she's trying to find you to go outside. She's got to go poop. No, she doesn't. She doesn't even have to go poop. She just went outside to go poop. She, she'll make up a poop just to poop because <laughs> she's mad because she can't get to me. It's fucking. Oh, yeah. I can't hang out with you. I'm going to shit in your living room. It's exactly what it is, dude. Dude, I'm going to try that. Like with your wife? Yeah. Like she's like, oh, I'll be home later. Dude. Just to go on without me. And you're like, I'm shitting in the living room. I'm super, <laughs> yeah, dude. I'm super happy my wife hasn't figured this out yet because it would be highly effective. She's like, you can't go hang out with your friends. And I'm going to be like, yeah, I'm going. And then I come home and she's shit in the living room. Like, <laughs> and not only that, this she's, is problematic. She's just sitting there like looking at it. Yeah, she would like, be, she'd be sitting in the living room looking at you like, what's up? What's up? <laughs> Smells like shit, Hey, huh? there's shit on the floor. Can you handle that? <laughs> you smell that? But you did as soon as you walked in the door. I mean, it's highly effective because at this point what's happened is I no longer, uh, my dog goes everywhere I go. I don't let, like, unless I go out the front or fucking front door, garage door. Oh, the dog's got you trained. Yeah, the dog's got me trained. <laughs> so it's highly effective. So I'm super happy the wife hasn't figured this out yet. <laughs> Shots, let's go. Yeah. Tink. I guess we're going to get drunk. No. <laughs> Mexican whiskey. Yeah, bite's a little different, doesn't it? <laughs> uh, I, I kind of like this animal training talk. Okay. I think we might switch gears to... Uh, Did you get your dog back? No, not yet. October 20th. Oh, you're the almost day. there, dude. Yep, yep. I just got his uh, electric collar in the mail. He's, like, going to be super potty trained and stuff, right? He better be. Yeah, your days of, like, 
I can't go anywhere because my dog's an asshole. Yeah. No, those were done. That was about the first two weeks when he came home. Oh, dude, I don't know. I've had to not go somewhere because my dog was an asshole before. <laughs> Tell us about your uh, your training. What, animal training? Oh, uh, yeah. So another thing I'm getting into is primates with weapons. <laughs> I thought you were going to say llamas. No. It's this new that thing too. I've been checking out. You know, it's it's got a, it's got a following, you know. You, you jump on animals with weapons on Reddit.com. <laughs> It's the bomb.com. I don't know how I came across it, but it was some... You looked up animals with weapons. Yeah, well, the, yeah. It probably had to do... So, honestly, I think it had to do with our conversation last week about pigs being used as weapons. Attack pigs. Yeah. Attack pigs. But it just popped up on my YouTube, and it was about uh, these chimpanzees somewhere in Africa that were trained okay. back in, like, the 70s, so a while ago. Oh, so they, they could, like, kung fu fight? No, they could machete fight. So they trained them to use machetes. That's more effective than kung fu fighting. They would just slash things. Mm. But because they're smart, they taught other chimpanzees how to do it, like within their group or tribe. If oh, you so will. it's happening. This is Planet of the Apes. <laughs> they happening. made a chimp army? Dude, they use these. They have the same machetes. They pass them down. They, like, take care of them. And they can use them as, like, tools and stuff like that. And they use them to fuck other chimpanzees up. They, like, conquer other tribes with fucking weapons, dude. Because they know how to use them now. It's fucking crazy. And they're like dangerous to people because they'll chop people up and stuff. <laughs> so <laughs> it's fucking real deal, dude. Are you kidding me? If we had monkeys out here with machetes, it'd be fucked up. Here's what's don't worse. let them get helmets, dude. They got a football <laughs> helmet and a machete. We're fucked. Fuck, man. It's like medieval times all over, dude. Dude, here's what worries me: is in the early days of the internet, one of the early videos that went viral was a video of a. Uh, a primate, I don't remember what kind of monkey it was. Maybe it was a, a Bigfoot? We'll it call a it a chimp. It's a Bigfoot. And it had an AK-47, cocked and loaded, ready to rock, and he was No, there was a bunch of dudes sitting around, and they thought it They fired. thought it would be funny to give the chimp an AK. And so they gave a chimp an AK, like, oh, look, the chimp's got the AK. That's cute, and I guess. And they laughing at it. Dude. And then he starts shooting. Pow, 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 and they all, like, bail. And the chimp's like, fuck, yeah, I'm shooting guns, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. Yeah, so what worries me is if, if they've if they've adapted and learned how to use machetes, dude. They're only dude. They're not far away. Like they're gonna they're gonna come at us with some AKs. Start making slingshots, some nunchucks. They're gonna start pulling out bull whips and shit, dude. They can start fighting competitively against like bears and lions too. Because yeah. now it's like now they have an advantage. You know, they have a if they find somewhere with troops and we and we just bail and leave all our helicopters and machine guns again, uh, we might be in trouble. Oh, shit. They learned how to fly airplanes? Yeah. Helicopters and Dude. Oh, my God. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> but with chimp vindication? Yeah. What if you train chimps to do, like, everything? Dude, and they could, like, hang off the bottom with the one arm and, and shoot, arm an shoot an AK? <laughs> yeah, dude. dude. What? Dude. Oh, my God. This is, like, new military technology. <laughs> and they survive the crashes because they just, like, bail and grab onto trees and survive? Why haven't we done this yet? Like, what's wrong with us? Because it's Pandora's box, dude. Once you... St- like, we, we're one step away from Planet Dude, of the Apes. I'm right pretty now. sure they shut it down in the 60s when we started sending them to space. Yeah, and they revolted, and then they got machetes, and they're conquering dude, Africa now, dude. Dude, somewhere there's chimps on a planet. <laughs> They've already conquered the motherfucker. Dude, they have, like, laser guns and laser swords and shit. Damn, what if that was the cover-up? What if we haven't gone back to the moon because the chimps have taken, taken over, over the moon? <laughs> they're like, dude, we can't land on the moon. There's a bunch of angry chimps up there with, like... Guns and guns. But they're like super evolved and they're all wise and stand straight and have laser guns. And and there's low low gravity, so they're like 12 feet tall. And they speak English. Yeah, definitely. And like mind communication. They can just like telepathically speak to you. And And know how to exist without oxygen. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that too. 
That's pretty impressive. That's really highly evolved. <laughs> highly evolved. And in space, too, you know, because there's no uh, atmosphere on the moon. It's just moon. That's what they tell you. You really believe that? Well, just thinking about chimp evolution and how they could survive on the moon, I bet they could evolve to do that if it was a thing, if it was real. If it was real. Yeah. If there really wasn't an atmosphere, they could do it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Do they got, if they can wield machetes, dude. If they're outside the environment, it's going to be fun. How do you make like pals with them, though? Like, what, how are you like, how do you control them? You're like, hey, bud, I'm your pal. Here's we your went machete. about it all wrong. Don't dude. chop we, me up, but we, chop them up. We tried giving them <laughs> Don't guns to chop up his onions. Apparently that was wrong. That's only because it blew up. If it didn't blow up, he'd be a hero. But it blew up, so now he's like... Like, I mean, that's how... If I had it like that, I would, you know, I'd be happy to make friends that way. They send dogs to space, too? You want to give me guns? Send me to space? I'm down. Let's go, boys. <laughs> We're going to go fight space. <laughs> Dude, There's nothing out there. We're just going to go fight space. That could get real sci-fi real quick. Yeah, dude, what happens when you unleash, unleash a machine gun in fucking space? You'll, like, piss off somebody on another planet, and they'll come get you. <laughs> the bullets stay still, and you fly off. Dude. Physics and shit, that's how that works. <laughs> Speaking of which, that fucking asteroid deflector, dude. Turns out projectiles. But not oh, yeah, we're already effective. fighting space. Dude, turns out, how come we're not freaking out about that shit? There's apparently an asteroid that's going to hit in October 2022 if we don't I love it that it. they didn't tell us. Dude, there's nothing to see here. There's no problem. And then they're like, oh, yeah, by the way, an asteroid was totally going to collide with Earth and we were all going to die. But don't worry, we already got it figured out. And it's like, maybe that's something we would like to know. I thought we had our greatest minds looking off into space and finding this shit. Yeah. Apparently we did, but... We don't get told when they see some shit? Yeah. No. Until a year everybody out. Everybody knows better than that, dude. You, <laughs> you don't tell. Someone's yeah. been giving booze to these goddamn animals. Yeah, don't tell them. They're all fucking nuts. <laughs> they just start wielding machetes and shit. Yeah. Figured out how to fly helicopters already. Because <laughs> uh, we're chimps, you get it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> totally. I can get down with that. Get yeah, I think, I think we need to get down on their level. That's how you earn their respect, right? Take your shirt off, get your machete, and go kick the head chimp's ass. Yeah, dude, you can do it. He's got to outsmart him. Yeah, armbar him or something. Oh, for sure, dude. Armbar him. <laughs> That's such a Joe Rogan fuck. Come on, guys. Don't be a fucking beta cuck male. Like, you got to go in there and dominate that chimp with a machete. And in fact, you got to take your pants off before you do it. That way you're on the same playing field, you know? Yeah, totally. You got to be have naked. giant donkey cocks? <laughs> Donkeys do. <laughs> I don't you're okay <laughs> clearly the chimps have superior strength so that's you, you don't want to go there what you want to do is like get them out of their comfort zone but, you know you're, you're gonna want to take them into the water but are they like all that strength in itty bitty package because <laughs> that matters if we're trying to dominate them right it totally matters dude. <laughs> yeah i think what happened with chimps is it all went to their like bodies so they're like super strong but that part's just not that. I was just impressive. trying to play your tactics all the way through. Like, sure, take your pants off and show your dominance, unless you're not. <laughs> they, all the chimps just laugh at you. They do the chimp fucking put their hand over their mouth and point and laugh. And you're like, oh, man. They beat me before we even started. Dude, is that how it would go down? It'd be all, like, funny and cool and stuff. You're like, these guys look so nice. And then they'd come fuck you up. Probably. Dude, a posse of chimps with fucking machetes. And bandanas and shit. Dude. <laughs> I'm going to bail. Motorcycles. I'm going to bail. <laughs> Motorcycles. Dude, I'm telling you, bro. They're sophisticated. Just wait till they come to America, dude. They don't call them maypangers for nothing. That would be a cool picture, though. Yeah. Like a chimp with sunglasses smoking a cigar and he's riding a motorcycle. You think they smoke cigars? Huh? You think they smoke cigars? Oh, dude. Oh, they do you sure. could definitely teach a chimp to smoke cigars. 
I, I, there, in fact, there was an orangutan. There was an orangutan in the in a, some zoo that was smoking cigarettes. Oh, dude, I've seen that before. In like China, it was like addicted to them. Yeah, yeah. and people would throw out cigarettes. I've There's also seen that, that baby smoking cigarettes over there. Yeah, <laughs> remember that little baby? It's chain smoking. Cheers! Cheers! I just wonder why we didn't know about this uh, asteroid that would wipe everybody out sooner. It's the Men in Black thing, right? Right. There's always, uh, a- you know, alien death ray or an intergalactic plague that's going to wipe out life on this miserable little planet. The only way these people go on with their happy lives is they do, do not, not know, know about it. it. It's number one rule of Fight Club, bro. Yeah, you don't tell motherfuckers. Makes sense. That would cause a lot of panic. What? If they're not even going to tell us about an asteroid, then they're definitely not going to tell us about aliens, right? Dude, I was I woke up this morning. Is that because it's more real? I woke up this morning and I was really thinking, you know what this world needs is like a crisis. Yeah. <laughs> Everything's pretty chill right now. Like, we need something to stir it up a little bit, you know? Yeah, we we could really use, you know, like aliens or, you know. It is kind of boring lately. <laughs> yeah, the show's getting lame. It's the same shit every week. Yeah. yeah. Honestly, like, aliens would explain a lot. <laughs> we, need to, we need to step up the fucking Earth show. I think aliens would do it. It'd push it to the... Like ghosts, zombies. I mean, we, we just mix it up, you know? Dude, the leading role on our show is kind of questionable right now. Yeah, I agree. Dude, it's... All right, we're, are we going to go political? Are we ready? Yeah, let's go. Uh, I, I honestly feel this way. People aren't that divided. People are not that divided. People are keyboard warriors. People are aggressive because we're told to be aggressive. But in, in person... People are still just people. They're the same people that were around in the 70s, same people that were around in the 50s. So I, I think it's a it's a means to divide us, right? Like, it's a means to control us. Yeah. Uh, at this point, like, I heard a thing. That they're trying to ban, like, airsoft guns now because they can't get rid of guns. So they're, like, working on something to get rid of airsoft guns. Dude, that's not to protect people. That's to control people, right? Like, you're not protecting anybody by getting rid of airsoft guns. No more. You see what I'm saying? Like yeah. this isn't about safety anymore. This is about uh, adapt, uh, uh, changing culture. This is about changing society. What's normal and what's not. But, what's acceptable. But what's which, not. if you're changing society, that's control. Like that's what you're doing is control. But all you're doing is no more plastic straws wrapped in paper. Just paper straws wrapped in plastic. But it doesn't matter. Like it, it's it's double speak. <laughs> it's 1984. It's <laughs> it's it's uh, was a perfect analogy. I know, but but my point is, it doesn't matter if it's doing anything good for the world or not. It doesn't matter if you're saving turtles. It doesn't matter if if you're you know uh, limiting waste. What matters is you're you're showing control. You're flexing. You're saying, look, it's not cool to to use plastic straws anymore. Now you use paper straws. And you're like, why? And they're like, because I said so, bitch. You know what I mean? Like, and and then we just go, oh, okay, and that's what we do. So it's it's not a means to to help anybody. It's a means to divide people and control people. So, because if if everybody got together and just talked civilly, like in person, not through a keyboard where we just spit vitriol, if everybody got together and talked like we used to, we'd be like, wait, so we're not really all that different? We're not really all that angry? Like, we're just, we're just here? And now, now you have a real problem. Now you've got uh, a society that's like, wait, you know, I'm not mad at that guy. I'm mad at these fucking cocksuckers that are trying to control us. Yep. It's and it, it's, it's not left or right. I'm not... It's not left or right. No. It's, it's it's crazy to me, like, how much has changed in the last, like, 50 years. Because, like, the 60s was all... The people were like, can't we all just get along, man? Chill the fuck out. You know? 
Yeah. Our, and then now it feels like our generation the government's the, like, hey, chill the fuck out. And the people are like, nah, no, fuck that. No. See, I disagree. Right now the government is like, everyone freak the fuck out. Shit's getting wild up in here. And it's really not. Like, it's really not. Well. Well, murder rates are down, you know? Uh, people well. are making more money than they've ever made, but that's, you know, always because of inflation. Oh, shit. Uh, the, the military industrial complex is alive and well. You know, we just dumped a bunch of fucking guns, just left them in Afghanistan. Hey, now we need all new guns and tanks and planes and shit. We also armed a, a militant group, so that'll keep the war going, you know? We gotta build better guns and tanks and planes and shit. Yeah. Like, it's it's just... It's 1984. It's a means of control. And it... it yeah, I don't even know where I'm going with it. Other than just, like... Right. It's, it's obvious that they're not in it. And when I say they, I don't mean Democrats. I don't mean Republicans. I mean the people that lead the world. The, the politicians. Mm-hmm. But they're, they don't even like people that aren't politicians to be politicians, But this right? is what I'm saying. They've, they've created the chaos, and they're being aloof. It's, they're creating the chaos, and they're letting the people cultivate and generate and, and, and fucking fester in the chaos while they step back, and they're like... But that's how you, that's how you make life happen. Cool. It, it, it makes me think of... Uh, remember in The Fifth Element, Gary Oldman, right? Great movie. If you haven't seen The Fifth Element, it's, uh, it's a wild ride. It's a lot of fun. Dallas Corbin multipass. Yeah, you got Chris Tucker, you got Mila Jovovich, the perfect specimen. Uh, you got Bruce Willis fucking shooting guns at aliens and stuff. Yeah, but got Chris Tucker. But Gary Oldman is talking about how like, look, everything's calm, everything's controlled, everything's orderly, boring. And then he's like, but if it was destroyed, and he knocks the glass off, and it like crashes on the ground, and he's like, all these little gizmos turn on, and all these little robots start moving around, and they start doing stuff. That's chaos. That's disarray. That's yeah. That's what makes like yeah. things move and shake it's the and money factor. Yeah, for sure, for sure. So my point was though is they've already created the chaos and now it's festering amongst the people. But it's also not sustainable, right? It's like whiskey throttle. It's no, uh, no they have to wisp in with their net of safety and their stimulus plans and all of that shit to to make it seem like it's okay. But do we are we really comfortable with just being controlled like that? Like. They tell us to get all fucking crunk, and we get all crunk, and then they tell us to chill out, and we chill out, and then they tell us to, like... We is a broad statement. I mean, like, we, within certain, you know, groups of people, sure, are not, but by the masses... How do you counter it? How about that? Favorable. I think the best thing you can do is not be a part of society in the sense of that being, like, your identity, because I think the guise of society is used to, like, push a lot of this stuff. Well, yeah. You know what I mean? But if you recognize yourself as an individual that makes up society. That's propaganda 101. Like, you don't want to be the one guy that's not the, you know, with the proletariat, you know? Like, you don't want to be the one guy that's that's different. It's, you see what I'm saying? Like Nobody wants look, to be that, but that's... Everybody else is doing this. You're not, you're not the... Like, everybody else is, you know, gung-ho, pro, you know, well, look, patriot. Look, like, the, the path to hell is fucking paved with good intentions. Like... It, this is it's almost what it is to be human if you really want to go all the way down to it but like on a smaller scale for instance today uh, my car was broken right so i started working on my car because i got one i got one problem and it's a it's a it's a minor problem whatever i think i can fix it so i'm gonna go in and i'm gonna fix it right with the best intentions right but you get into the one problem and then something else goes wrong and now you have like four problems and know? it's always more complicated too what than the you think fu- getting into what it. the fuck <laughs> you know like yeah, I, uh, here's another example, uh, another Sunday story, if you will. So this past Sunday, 
uh, I woke up early and was like, I need to like catch up on some things. So I'm going to do some yard work. And I went outside and I started mowing my yard and I was mowing my yard and I hit my head on the tree. And I was like, fuck that tree limb's a little low. I need to trim my trees up. So then oh, I get no. the chainsaw and I start trimming my trees. And before I knew it, I was standing there at noon and my whole yard was covered in more trees than I have space for or know what to do with. Cause I don't have like a trailer or anything. And, uh, and also the Dallas Cowboys game was about to start. And I was like, dude, I really went about this the wrong way. Like I had the best intentions to come out here and get some chores done. And then, you know, maybe watch the Cowboys game. But now, uh, now everything's fucked and I've got a bunch of trees in my yard and and one small problem turned into a much larger problem. And so I ignored all that shit and I watched the Cowboys game and it was great. Which tree limbs are, tree limbs are kind of magic. They kind of they they don't follow the same rules as everything else that takes up physical space. Yeah, because like tree limbs are there, they're already there. But then if you cut them down, they like double. Yeah, and now all of a sudden you're like, how the fuck? Like my trees are the same, but my entire yard is filled with tree limbs. How? How did this happen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So again, you know, you go in to tackle one, and this is a, this is the problem with society as we've known it throughout humanity, right? Like. You know, you, you, you find a, you find a culture or a society that, that gains traction by being intuitive, by changing things, inventing things like plumbing or electricity or, or travel or whatever the fuck it is, right? You know, and we're advancing humanity. But at the same time, every time that we solve one of these problems and make some kind of breakthrough, it, it's, it just gets more it complicated. Systemically gets more complicated and it branches off into a, of 50 more fucking problems, right? Uh, and you know, but that also might be the nature of evolving, right? Like any, anytime you evolve, sure. you're going to, you're, you're conquering one problem. You're conquering fire, right? Well, now you got to, now, now fire's conquered. We can, we can cook our food over a fire. Well, now we need houses and now we need, you know, infrastructure. Now we need commerce and now we need, um, right. Travel and we need, you know, trade right. agreements and we need, and it just gets. And all of these things have their own complexities and their own gray areas where ethics die. But you got to understand too that like all these things we have today, we created for our well being, mm-hmm. right? They're not. That's like, what I'm saying. It's paved, it's paved with the best intentions mm-hmm. all the way through for mm-hmm. sure. Whether it's but, money, whether it's buildings, whether it's insurance, whether it's government, right? We, we, created these things as human beings for everybody's well-being you know whether the intentions were ill or and your implication is is does it really make life better right isn't that the inherent question it should right we shouldn't suffer these things right i think there's been times of harmonious life at different times throughout history like i think there's been those times because it's well every every society chases right like it's just, I think all these things we're seeing are a symptom of society right now, where we're at, you know? I think I think I respectfully disagree. I think uh, technology doesn't advance to make the human race better. Technology advances to stimulate our animal instincts, like the things that, that uh, make our nature satisfied, right? No, but like, so initially it was created, look at social media, right? Initially social media, like... Facebook, and I'm not an expert on Facebook. I'm just saying what I understand of Facebook was it was created for people in college going to universities to network and know each other, right? No, no. So (laughs) Facebook started as proliferating the problem that is now supposedly the problem, right? So it started, it basically took all of the pictures of all of the female collegiate women that were attending that particular college 
And it said, here's all the pictures of all the girls, rate them one through ten. And it set up a rating system for women. Oh, that's... It's literally well, the start of Facebook. That is how well, Facebook I think what he's started. Talking, it's well, a broad concept, though. It's a platform that was released. It was for networking, right? Yeah. That's what it was intended for, and that's what its broad release for was for. It wasn't, and for, then what it was used for was for rating women. Exactly. No, why he wrote it, why he wrote the programming, why he invented it was literally to. Okay, rate well, women. scratch Facebook. Was what about MySpace? What about MySpace? Are we going to trash that? Because I'm just trying to use it as an example that it was created for people's well-being. MySpace was great. You no, got to. That's how it took. Off. That's how these things took off. That's exactly what I'm saying. That's how they took off. It was sure. created for MySpace well-being. MySpace was created for that for sure. Right. I got you on MySpace. Facebook was not. Facebook was. What about great, Ford? Was literally Ford creating a motor automobile. Yeah. Was that? I mean, was he a dirty guy? We got to trash him too and fuck that. Fuck cars. You no, know what I mean? No. He but, was no. Like probably not in the beginning. I bet you by the end. But does it matter? I bet you by the end he was fucked. Does up. it matter? He still created the car for well being. I don't know. Whether he was crooked or not. Did he did he burn Aren't you glad you have a car? Did he did he burn the Or is he crooked? We want to cancel him. Did he burn I'm the, well you can't cancel him. Why he, not? Already, he already did his thing. Exactly. So we need just to respect that. You can't cancel right? him. All I'm saying is we create a car for well being, right? You can erase him from history. Cars oh, people can get drunk and get in car accidents. People can kill each other with cars. You tear down the statue. Yeah. Ford is now, you know, Chrysler. <laughs> There's all these things we have to manage, and there's it goes across to everybody. And if everybody just kept everybody's cock out of everybody else's Chrysler, the whole world would be fine. <laughs> what? Get your cock out of my Chrysler. Hmm. So, yeah, no, I. So, I'll disagree with your disagreement with me that. <laughs> okay. I don't think technology. Sure, technology is proliferated to <laughs> be used in a malice way, but Look what it comes that wasn't to. its intention. What it comes Definitely down to not. is the computer. <laughs> somebody didn't sit down and create a computer to like kill people. They were like trying to solve a problem. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it was, and that's that's my concern is that like there's that certain level of freedom that's required for creativity. And you're if you're constricted within these bounds of what's true and what's not true, you know, that's not objective to yourself as you as an individual. That's where it becomes a problem. But what's scary is any technology that you create is going to be bastardized. It's going to be... Look at the handgun or the, the shotgun. I mean, it's like... Or the knife. Dude, here's... Is it the knife that's bad or is it the intention of the person behind it that's here's bad? Or splitting an atom. We have to. Right? We have like, we to. Can create, we can create energy, like, damn near free energy for everybody. Or we can just, like, blow motherfuckers up. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. the, and human nature takes over at some point and just, like takes it off on the like off the rails right. you know what i mean we have to advance technology to make humanity a, a multi-planet species first of all we have to i think te- because what we know about galaxies and 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 planet and everything is that like this is temporary where we're at like this is not a forever deal you know earth is eventually not going to be habitable anymore whether it's by our hands or whether the sun blows up like it or we get hit by an asteroid or whatever the fuck happens like it's it's going to fucking happen. We need to we need to broaden our horizons if we're going to continue to exist as a species. So we have to advance technology for that reason. We also have to advance technology for the, like the healthcare reason, right? Like, Make I think no mistake. That, that just, I'm, not, I'm not saying that we we should stop technology at no, all. What I'm no, saying is not a thing. What like, every time we make a jump, we're going to create 50 more fucking problems because what we're doing is is. The the technology that that gets bought, that gets used, that gets traded, that gets proliferated is technology that fucking 
feeds us fat, that feeds us sugar, that sucks our dick, that like shows us titties. But, you know what I mean? Like it's it it appeals to the most basic instinct, and so it's it's vast and it's widespread. Whereas the technology that's like better's humanity is it, it it sits on the back burner. But look at this. It's it's inevitable though. Technology is inevitable. People yeah. are, are going to well, make we, new technologies. We, how, look do at, we, how do we encourage uh, using technology for the right reasons versus at, well, look letting at, technology run rampant for the wrong reasons? Look at like fire, right? Just the discovery of being able to create fire intentionally, right? What do you think that led to? A fucking Jungle Book, dude. Everybody saw Jungle Book. No, yeah. no. I mean, because you can use. No, that's you're right. You, now we can fight lions. Right? Like, we can wage war. We can use fire to... You can cook. Or you can capture people and torture them. Right. Or you can burn your dead. Yep. You know what I mean? There's all these different things you can do with the fire. You know what I mean? Oh, you can fucking mark people tribally with these fucking brands now. You know what I mean? Does that mean fire is bad? Do we need to regulate fire? I'm not saying regulation. I'm I'm not not arguing you either. I'm just saying, like... I'm every that's a technology thing and look at all the stuff that came from that burning fucking forests down, i don't want regulation because you know? regulation doesn't work you can't control something by like holding it by squeezing it but you can uh like persuade mm-hmm. you know what i mean you can encourage it, it this is like raising a kid this is like maintaining any relationship this is like uh, you 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 can manage it you know what i'm saying yep. like you, you can you harness the power of it you don't use like reins to steer technology to steer society you you encourage by like like let's let's build up the people that do it the best let's build up the people that that stop war not start wars let's build up the people that solve problems not cause problems that uh, you know uh that make the place better you know let's let's encourage steve Irwin's and mr rogers's and uh carl sagan's not fucking Tequila, tequila, and yeah, girls jump up. And dog down the channel. bounty hunter, you know. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That's not what's pushed out by the state, though. I've been on fuck know? dog the bounty hunter for a long time. It's not even the state, though. It's it's us. It's us. Like we're the ones buying it. We're the ones watching girls jumping on trampolines. Mm-hmm. And it's not satire. Like it starts as satire, and then it just turns into like, well, this is just reality now. It's idiocracy, right? Like, yeah. Isn't it crazy how it's changed so much, though? Like Next on the masturbation channel. Yeah. <laughs> It's changed so much, dude. It's out of control. It's crazy. The Man Show, we talked about it a little bit before the show. The Man Show had 30 seconds at the end of the show where it was girls jumping on trampolines. I think it's the beginning and the end. And it was it was satire. It was like, look how fucking basic and shitty men are, right? Like, we're drinking beer and burping and farting and fucking watching girls jumping on trampolines. God bless that show. And it's supposed to it's supposed to be funny. It's supposed to be like, look, yeah, guys are pigs. I it get was it. funny. It was great. It was. It was. Uh, but now that's just like a thing. Like that's just the, the channel you were talking about. It. Yeah. Like that's, that's a, a thread. That's a rabbit hole on Facebook that you can just watch girls jump on trampolines. And it's like, wait, no, this wasn't supposed to be entertainment. This was the whole joke was, oh, we could just make a show of girls jumping on trampolines and people would watch that shit. Cause people are stupid. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like, you end up with a movie called ass. Yeah. So how do we encourage, like, how do we encourage girls to like, Go to space instead of jump on trampolines. Well, How do we encourage I, I, dudes to like give more significance to their intelligence than their fucking genitalia? How do we encourage little boys to like you know uh, fucking impossible? <laughs> Apparently, How do sorry, we, but I mean, it's your brain's bigger than your dick. I'm sorry, right? You tell me your dick's bigger than your head. No, no, absolutely right? not. I'm just saying. So, what are you going to give exception. more significance to? You, you I'm know, the exception. What are you going to give more significance to? Something that's real small and has a small part to do with your life, 
or your fucking brain that's got a lot more to do with everything. Right, what are you going to give more significance to? Riddle me this, though, Batman. What if her tits are bigger than her head? He's got a point. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. I stand corrected. <laughs> yeah, I I don't know. I, I, I don't have an answer. It's a rhetorical question, right? Like, And, well, and it's to, to it, deny basic instinct. Like, there has to be a shift, though. You know, like... There has to be a shift culturally if we want it to change. Like if you're saying it's it's everybody, which I agree with, it's individual. Then there has to be an individual shift. You know what I mean? You but can't proliferate the stuff that you think is not being good for everybody else. People have instincts. Reproducing is instincts that people have. Killing is instincts that people have. Uh, uh, standing up for right things is, is instincts that people have. It, people have instincts. So is the avenue to accept uh-huh. that and to acknowledge that that's always going to be a thing and try to like grow past it or is the the avenue to get there like to 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 tell people how to do it all right this is what you can and can't think this is what you can and can't do to make it cool to deny your natural instincts right like to make that that what makes you a good person is to deny your natural no because you just said it people there's natural instinct to do good so there's natural instinct to do good so you don't have to encourage people to deny their natural instincts you have to encourage people to uh, pursue their the right instincts, right, and this and is this is artists and art shit though. Like it's you know like great, but you, there, you not, have you have to deny the instincts that are that that are not good. You right? don't have to deny anything. Sex is great. You don't have to deny it. You well, just have to be a killing. little bit smarter about it. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, Why don't we teach people a little bit more about sex? You know what I mean? Why isn't that a I agree. Why isn't that culturally something that's easy for parents to talk about? You know what I mean? Why is it, oh, yeah. the school does sex ed, or we have Planned Parenthood? Why? Why Why don't the parents plan it? Well, society at some point made a decision that we would go to work and let other people raise our children. We yeah, did, but We did that a hundred years ago. I'm saying if we want there to be a change in that, we got to change it. You know what I mean? We got to be that yeah. change. I know that sounds cliche, yeah, but, but... unfortunately, that change is what that looks like. We need to get back to a, a, a one a one working person out of the No, we all no, got... No, that's dated. We all got little people how? around us. That's how? all I'm saying. How? How? Are you going to homeschool your kids? We need to get back who's to... Gonna, who's going to homeschool your kids? You this still, is what I'm saying. It's not even If you're that. not relying on somebody else to spend eight hours of the waking day with your children and teach them what's wrong and right, how to add, how to spell, how to do all of these things... It's got to be you. And if you've got two people at home that have to work, how is either one of you going to do that? You got to make time for it, man. I think we need to decentralize. You got to make time for it in order. To, uh, this is what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. If you level the commerce back to back to par, you get to where there's a stay at home parent and a work parent. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that's where the fuck it should be. If you've got two that are committed and doing it, there that should be the payoff for both of them, right? But see, like, you can take it back further than that. Like, and, it, and I'm not saying which parent should work. It could be either or. Maybe the wife's the breadwinner. Maybe the husband's. Stays I hear home. you, and and my counterpoint would be: you're going back to the '50s and saying this is the way it was the best. And what I, you can go back even further and say, like, what if what if children grew up in the household and, and the house was self worked. self and sustainable? Yeah, that's and everybody option. grew and taught and learned. That's and another option. Exactly. We could go that route as well. I'm on board with that. Also, what I'm saying is where we're at now is both parents work and we. We pay taxes to let other people raise our children, and then we get mad when they get indoctrinated by the shit that we're paying for them to go to and sending them to every day. Which is a self-fulfilling prophecy. Like, yeah. Bam. I mean, we were conditioned to to think that that was the way to be. Bam. You want to be different? Figure out how to work from home. Figure out how to fucking homeschool your children. Like, And the time you spend, you know, 
we're all around kids to some extent, you know, whether it's in our neighborhood. The or time you spend family. is, 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 uh, it's unmatched by money. Yep. You can't, you can't replace it with money. It's something that, <clears throat> yeah, I've got Just, a, to go I have full a kid circle. in homeschool right All now, I'm saying is make, make use of that time. Wonderful. That's what you have now, exactly. you know. Which to go full circle, all of these advancements that we've come up with have been a mean, supposedly have been a means to make our lives better. And yet here we are saying what we need to make our lives better is not like commerce. What we need to make our lives better is not a PS5 or a jet ski. It's we need uh, more interaction with other people. We need uh, meaningful relationships with our people. We need meaningful relationships. We need uh, like we need we need to each have our own goals that we can pursue and achieve achievable goals, you know, like. And dude, not everybody's gonna be an astronaut. Like, I'm not gonna end up being a. You know what I mean? Like, I need I need a goal that I can achieve, and I need to be able to pursue that. Right. And and so does everyone else. If you're if you're stuck in a rut doing the same thing, you're never you're not gonna be happy because you're not you're not advancing. But mm-hmm. even if even if your capacity is just like, hey, I can I can plow a field and I can plow a field better than anyone else. Like, you need to you need to be able to achieve that if that's what makes you happy. If what makes you happy is to create art or to play music or to build houses or t- whatever and it's it's like this it's like this give and take like it's this do something but eventually that becomes work and then that becomes like this whole systemic problem it's it's complicated and it's gonna just gonna get it more is. complicated and sometimes sometimes your sometimes your avenues have to change i mean as, as an adult at this point all of us in this room i know i've seen all of us go through different hobbies and things that we like to do uh, and sometimes you have to change, right? Like there's things that I like to do and I do it to an extent. And then I'm like, okay, this is kind of more than a hobby. Like this work now. I'm not enjoying it as much anymore. Yeah. Or this isn't sustainable. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's not sustainable. Right. And so, you, and then you move on to something else, but the, the whole point of it, Blake is do something. Yeah. Do something, find something to, because if you don't you like, what, what are you working for? Why? Why are you doing all the shit that you don't want to do if you're not doing something that you want to do? And you're not coming home and playing catch with your kids or, or right. you know, even if it, yeah, go to the movies or whatever it is. Like, if you're not doing something that makes you happy some of the time, and, and not even most of the time, some of, some the, of time, the time. Mm-hmm. If you're not doing, if you don't have enough time to, to spend with your kids, then you, you might be doing it wrong. Unless, unless you want to just pursue yourself. And that's okay too. But, but you then, be committed to that and do maybe don't have kids, makes, you know, do something that makes you happy. Even if you have kids, dude, I, I'm a father of a bunch of great children and, and I like to favor myself a, a pretty good father mostly, uh, but you do, still have to be yourself. But sometimes I need, I need me like me, like outside of the, outside of the, yeah, I guarantee realm, you didn't buy a motorcycle because of, it made your kid's exactly, life better. Exactly. <laughs> you know, no fucking way, but dude. that's okay. Like, dude. like, can we not just acknowledge that? You <laughs> have to have something that makes you okay to be okay. Exactly. Totally normal. Exactly. You have to, or else you don't have your sanity. You don't have your thing you can go to to make it okay. And, and here's I mean? here's where I press. Find what your thing is, and then fucking do it. Don't fucking half-ass do it. Do it. Do your thing. Do your thing. If your thing is motorcycle, I end up with four fucking motorcycles in your garage. Go balls to the wall in everything that you fucking do. Right? Like, that's... The problem with human nature is there's a lot... There's a lot of people that are content to do nothing, not even things that make them right. happy. That's what I'm saying. That's they what just I'm saying. Are here, like they're just existing, and they're not. They're not even that great of workers. They're not. They don't have any passion. They don't have any. Like they, they do nothing. You know what I mean? Yep. And what do you do with someone like that? It's the same thing as people who believe in nothing, right? Like 
I don't care what you believe in. Everybody's got their different beliefs. I respect a lot of them. Almost all of them have a core set of good values. Almost all of them, right? The, the people that don't believe in anything, though, that's rough. And like, the, believe and in I, something. And I feel like these people that Do have something. no passion and no drive and no uh, nothing to work towards, nothing to to build, nothing to pursue, whatever it is, you know, these are the people that decide to to get pissed off about something on the internet. These are the people that decide to you know to troll to fucking you know like to call people out in public like these are the people that have nothing better to do except be mad about their state of non-happiness and try and drag other people into it right like hey i'm not happy you can't be happy either try to force them what the fuck are you so happy about everything sucks remember it's that's madness yeah they're mad that's madness you know what i mean that's sickness when you you can't Cheers. be other happy. You can't be happy when other people around you are doing better than you are. Dude, I wish we could find a vaccine for that shit. When you're like, somebody has to be worse off than you are for you to feel like you're okay. That's that's pretty sick. And if you got to try and pull people down to that level to even get to that, you know, that's like. Phew. So is that is that as prominent as I imagine it is, or is that just propaganda? Like, is that just no it's you see what prom- i'm saying no it's prominent i think in one way or another for the reality that it is is proliferated by both sides you know if we're gonna be political about it there's Wait. there's people like that on both sides who definitely feed into i think it's narrative i think it's prominent on the web yeah i think in public it's not prominent but still so what existing. we've done with the internet and with social media in particular like i'm focusing now a little bit on social media with social media, what we've done is we've given a voice to all these people that have no passion, that have no drive, right. other than just fucking being mad at existing. And these are people you wouldn't run into on a daily basis or like at a right. a picnic or something because they wouldn't want to be there in the first place because they're already in that situation and, where they're just – they want to be keyboard warriors. And, and, and their click matters the exact same amount as the click of the ER doctor that's saving people's lives every day. Yeah. And it's now the, it does because of the, social media. It's the same fucking click. Yep. Now it and it especially has power because of social media. Because these people don't have to go somewhere and congregate and do something that's uncomfortable for them. They can just click on something on a computer and start typing. So uh, again, I am. I would never advocate for uh, control through like restrictions. Right. Like that's not. That's that's wrong. What if you? What if you? What if we had some motherfucker that was like, look, what was the tune in? What uh? What did he use? Tune in, tune out. Is that it? Tune in, turn on, and drop out, or something like that. He was telling people to get out of college, basically. And I, think, I thought it was a drop acid. Yeah, yeah, it was also that. What was his name? He talked about him in uh, Fear and Loathing. Ah, anyway, uh, we need someone that is that's like uh, famous enough and and people follow to be like, look, social media is bad for you. I'm I'm bailing. I'm out. And then we need more people to be like, yeah, me too. And then more people to be like, yeah, me too. Timothy Leary. And then Timothy Leary, it. that's it. Yeah, yeah. I Which I don't think co- he's exactly a role model. I'm not. I'm not Ooh, I mean, that. in a certain way, he's got to be a hero. Leary was the godfather of acid. Yeah. Uh, he's, a, he's, he's a hero for sure, man. Yeah, that's true. He was definitely an alternate way of thinking. And I think that's what we need right now. To, is, take, it, to take it off on a rail, on a tangent real quick. So... Uh, Something that proliferated from that was like the psychonaut, the person who explored their psyche through psychedelic drugs, right? Especially important that they're naturally occurring. Like a lot of times it's psilocybin, right? Um, 
but like those are people who like pioneered human psyche in a way you know what i mean they they did a lot of that type of exploration you know not so much in technology and what stuff Peyote people can make ayahuasca. you know it was more of like an internal thing and that that produced a whole culture you know what i mean there's a whole culture and a whole realm of knowledge that's that's come about from that and that's that's delivered a whole new level of freedom for people in many ways so yeah i have to commend those people for that for sure and not not everything that's worth exploring is something that's uh, visible right on the surface. In fact, at this point, we've learned so much. There's so much knowledge about so many things that are so big and so small that we can't see them. Like, you you have to be able to uh, encourage exploring those. At, uh, thing, uh, I'm trying to put my thoughts together here. Exploring the psyche, right? Yeah. Just because that sounds like a like a word you would hear in a like yoga studio or something doesn't mean that it's not real you know what i'm saying like oh it's real it it would be the same frame of thought for people that were like oh you're spreading diseases because the surgeons aren't washing their hands what there's tiny little animals living on their hands that are infecting people like i haven't seen any time i don't have squirrels on my hands that's witchcraft yeah Yeah. and and yet he was right you know Mm -hmm. so just because you can't see it doesn't mean it's not real like let's let's explore that let's Let's see what's up. Yeah. Let's, let's find avenues to see it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I saw a study that came out recently about how effective psilocybin is in treating like depression. Oh, yeah. Compared to like traditional pharmaceuticals. Probably a lot of things. Especially yeah. in terms of like cost. I always wonder, well, I always wonder how much of, of that cost, is pandering. Because so many, I mean, so many people are like, fuck yeah, drugs. You know, like- well, does this does this story gain traction because people are no? This story gains traction. For, this is controlled like dosages. This isn't like tripping. Well, you know? and even if even if it is tripping, like uh, there's a lot to be learned by doing that. Like you can't discount just just like you said. You can't discount it just because you can't see it. Just because you haven't experienced it, you can't discount it. There's a deep dive there that happens, and especially if you're by yourself in some situations. You have to look at yourself. There's nobody else there to look at. Introspective. It is super introspective. And 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 for me, I learned some things about myself that helps me be a better person. Without a doubt. Like, without a doubt. Also scared the shit out of myself. And You also have to, yeah, you have to acknowledge like, your ass ego. myself a lot. To- yeah, yeah. But there's some things that like... Uh, the the masses could benefit from how many people have to confront their own like neuros like their own ego very often you there's, know what i mean there's a other lot. people have to confront their ego but they never have to confront their own ego there's a lot of people who who believe strongly that every every human as a coming of age should trip three times once with somebody who's tripped before once with somebody who's never tripped before and once completely by yourself and it allows you to understand on a deeper level some social things even you know well if you take those three scenarios like people and then and then you know go even further and understand yourself which is the most difficult thing to understand if you take those three scenarios you're the first one you're learning how to um do something like the second one you're you're learning from another person right like so you're you're the student right the next one you're you're the teacher you're learning how to interact with people and then the third one you're learning how to interact with yourself Mm -hmm. you know what i mean yep and the third one's the most valuable one for sure. But I absolutely 100% agree that that a lot of alternate things that that we dubbed as bad in the in the 80s and 70s and even before uh 
have have a lot of good properties that can help that can help people. I think that marijuana can help people. I think that I think that psilocybin can help people. I think that being open enough to to explore some of these things is is what it means to be human on some level even. Yeah, it's again it's even going back to the constricting of what you can do and your freedom, you know. Right. And that that's what a lot of this kind of boils down to. I didn't mean to get political about it, but it's they're class A drugs, you know, so you can't even it's get a laboratory to test them. To me. Researchers can't even touch them. So it's and they come from the earth. You know, that's what's crazy is yeah, and that's that's the easy route, but at the same time, I think MDMA has a has a valuable purpose mm-hmm. as well. And that's a fully synthetic thing. Ecstasy was created as a psychiatric drug. Yeah, they used to use it in marriage counseling in the early 80s. Yeah. And and god damn it, I bet it was highly effective. Mm-hmm. If anything, those substances just put you on like a comfortable level, you know, where you can just it breaks boundaries. It breaks boundaries. It helps you see things that you don't see in your normal reality. And it's good to get reality broken. You know what I mean? Exactly. For you to have that reality becoming more real. Mm-hmm. That's so healthy. I agree. But drugs aren't the only way to experience that. You know what I mean? You get you can get microdoses of that on a daily basis. No, there's like you know? happiness in life can be found easily, mm-hmm. but but sometimes, sometimes you need you need that, that reality. To, you, to, you can also get it through like hardship, off. right? And that's I feel like that's what society's lacking now because we have advanced so far in technology and and mm-hmm. you know modern advance advancements or whatever. People now people don't strive for food. Like we don't have to do without water. We don't have to. We don't lose people that we love as much. Dude, I have uh, diarrhea and it's a bad day. And and I don't really want to like I don't want to go back to that, but. You still have to be humbled sometimes. You still have to be yep. to be you uh, take you stuff broken further? down and built back up sometimes. No. And so like like catching a fish can give you that that rush, that excitement. It can also be boring as fuck if like you're not into it, you know? Bro, people are experiencing hardship right now. Like I no. Society doesn't have a problem with experiencing hardship. I disagree with you harshly on that point. But what we what we do is we shelter the next generation from the hardship. We don't let our children see the struggles, just like our parents didn't let us see the struggle in a lot of cases. Granted, there's always exceptions, but in a lot of cases... What, the cars broke down and the bills are behind? That's not the same as, like, we don't have food, you know? Dude, you're like... That's not the same as, like, oh, they're cutting everyone's heads off today. Sometimes you're fucking... Sometimes you're right there, away from not having food, dude. Sometimes, dude, you don't... A fucking cable bill gets cut, like, behind, and your internet goes out, and, like, somebody works from home... They'll get fired if they don't have fucking internet. Like, no, these are real life problems. Your car breaks down and you got to get somebody to baseball practice. Like, you, this is a problem. That sounds like these, stress. These are these are hardships that everybody experiences. They do people lose their jobs? People people die. It do, do no. There's fucking hardships across the board. Don't get it twisted. Don't get it twisted. What we do is we've we've been taught and we proliferate this idea that we put a happy face on and we go on about our shit. We continue to just like, nope, I'm all good. Everything's fine. You know, meanwhile, we lay in bed before we go to sleep and stay up for an extra like four hours because you can't turn your fucking head off because you're worried that you might get evicted in three weeks. Like, I kind of feel like stress is is everybody. It's, it was it was not. It's natural. But. At this point, stress is so much more than it used to be. It's so like it's now we get stressed over stupid shit. We don't get stressed because we're being chased by a tiger anymore. You know, like we get stressed because we're worried about work. We get stressed because we're worried about 
yeah, bills that's and the, life that's and cars. The, that's the welfare money. of you and your family and our whole existence is based around this this thing, right? Like, But I don't think stress is good for us in that sense. Like, it's not good to live with that stress all the time. You're no. not supposed to be... Even back in the day when, when stress was a good thing because it got you out of it's fucked not, up situations like being attacked by a bear... People weren't attacked or chased by bears all the time. It's and not, right now, here's we've, what we've tricked ourselves. We've psyched ourselves out into being stressed 24-7. Like, we're always being attacked or chased by a bear. But here's what I'm saying. And that's not is, healthy. Here's what I'm saying is, too, also coddling the next generation is not healthy. Not showing them that they're going to have to deal with some, like, real hard shit even once they're out of school, which they're thinking is the hardest thing in the world right now, right? Like... Dude, we're not doing them any fucking favors. Just like our parents didn't do us any favors by not teaching us any of this important shit. Like how to pay taxes and fucking all of that shit, dude. Here's what I'm saying. is like maybe, maybe, maybe we should share that and be like, no, these are these are real deal things that you're going to have to deal with. Like, and here's how you deal with it. You fucking figure it out. And, you know, you do this, this, and this. And, like, you fucking take an extra shift. You work a job you don't want to work. You... You do whatever the fuck it takes because your whole family's existence depends on it, right? There's it, a King of the Hill episode. I think I'm going I'm to take it to King of the Hill. There's a King of the Hill episode where Hank gets like a bonus or something. And he like goes and closes the blinds and he like, hey, Peggy, look at this. And he shows her like the bonus and she's like, ooh. And Bobby like hears from the other room, you know, the kid. And he's like, oh, we're rich. We're rich now. <laughs> yeah. And he steals Hank's credit card, the one that he keeps in the envelope for emergencies. And he goes and buys a jet ski. You know, <laughs> yeah. he's like, we're rich. We'll just fucking pay for it. And the way Hank uh, teaches, uses that as a, a a lesson, right, is he sits Bobby down and he's like, all right, these are the books. This is this is what we got. And again, he like turns, he closes the blinds and like shuts all the doors. And he's like, look, and he opens up their fucking like budget, you know? Yeah. And he's like, that's not a lot. And he's like, no, it's not a lot. And he's like, I take up most of it. And he's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you take up most of it. And he's like, wow. So then he's like out there washing the jet ski and like trying to help him sell it, you know? And uh, some rich spoiled kid is like, dad, I want a jet ski. And he's like, yeah, we're going to buy, you know, their jet ski. And Bobby runs over and he's like, I'll, I'll clean your shoes for a nickel or something like that. And he's like, flicks the nickel at him. And Hank's like, you know what? Fuck that. Let's the, I guess the depreciation on it is already, you know, we've already lost it. So what's it going to matter if we keep it another week? And he takes Bobby jet skiing. And it's that, that juxtaposition, right? Like, no, we're not rich, and we 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 can't afford a jet ski. But also, like, yeah, we can live life and ride a jet ski. Like, we can do that. We got that. Yeah, it's my whole playbook. My whole my entire playbook is this. But <laughs> because I'm just saying, we're not lacking in we're not lacking in hardship. We're just lacking in acknowledgement of the hardship. That's what I'm saying. Maybe that's because uh, everything that that we put out there on social media again, which is why that social media is a virus. Everything that we put out there is all like the best light. It's the best lighting. It's the best angle. It's the best yeah. perspective of a snapshot of our lives. And we don't even acknowledge all the shitty parts. Like we don't, we don't take pictures of us like working late. We don't take pictures of us like arguing with our significant other. No, or, but those would I mean? be the best pictures. We don't take pictures of a sink full of dishes. Like, you, you know what I'm saying? Yep. That's exactly, yeah. And that's why social media gives a skewed perspective on on what life really is. Life is like, you know, eight moments of hardship and then two moments of like life. And and the whole uh struggle is to embrace those two moments and exist in them and and be there and do that and remember it. 
and then go back and do the and then try to forget the other eight and then go back and do life again you know idiom bro every day is a memory and at the end of the day that's all you got you have what ten thousand days on the earth is that right no it's more than that is at least a hundred Something. There's 365 in a year, right? Yeah. Seven days in a week. So you got at least like 3,000. <laughs> Something, yeah. <laughs> Math is hard. <laughs> Nobody knows. Scientists thought they knew one time, but... Dude, I can figure it's out... lost thousands of years ago. <laughs> I can figure out the entire meaning to life, but math is fucking hard. The library at Alexandria, dude, when it burned down, we lost all that knowledge. Dude. Yeah, how many days people live. Yeah. I've conquered most <laughs> things in my life, but algebra and plumbing, it's like, what? <laughs> Oh, dude, sweating copper's no joke, bro. <laughs> yeah, algebra and plumbing, I'm out. <laughs> Mexican whiskey. How's that treating y'all? Better than I thought. <laughs> Good, actually. And ask me again tomorrow. <laughs> and we got real for a minute. Well, where do we go from here? Mm. Well, I here. would like to give a. Uh, I'd like to give a Mexican whiskey salute. Tink. To a hero that we've often talked about on the show, somebody who means a lot to us. Uh, every movie was apparently written about this guy, Jeremiah Johnson. Yep. Just recently, uh, was, uh, caught up in a drive-by shooting in, in North Austin. So, uh. Gator, how do you feel about this? Losing one of your greatest icons and, and role models. He went the way I would expect it. <laughs> you know, Jeremiah Johnson survived all the fucking Indians. He survived all the bears. Eventually they got him. They got him in the streets, bro. He got caught up on the block, man. Some folks say he's up there still. They got his age wrong, though. Yeah, so... <laughs> no, he's about 31. He's always 31. He's like Chuck Norris. He just stays it's like 31. 31 decades. <laughs> no, so there was a there's an actual news days. article. There's an actual news article of uh, a guy named Jeremiah Johnson getting caught up in a, in a drive-thru in Austin. We thought it was funny because... Jeremiah know. Johnson. It's Jeremiah Johnson. His name was Jeremiah Johnson. Uh, and for that... And he's been alive for at least 3,000 days. Here's the Whiskey and Whiskey salute to Jeremiah Johnson. I kind of wanted to talk about Dog a little bit. Yeah, Oak. What's his beef now? <laughs> his, his bone now. He's got a bone to pick. Dude, I've had a bone with Dog since even before he got canceled the first time. I don't like this dude. Is he getting canceled again? Why? I've never liked this dude. Why? First of all, he's an ass. He tried getting Chris one time. <laughs> Second of all, I don't like bounty hunters on principle. All right. <laughs> What what did he do this time? Well, we already talked about we talked about the 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 girl that disappeared, and now they're looking for the boyfriend. Did he catch him? No, he didn't catch him. The only reason he showed up was for a publicity stunt. This is what I said last week too. It was an entire publicity stunt. Now now there's a news article that's like, yeah, I said it right. Splunt. <laughs> Splunt. 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 Yeah. What is splunt? Hold on, wait. I'm gonna, I'm gonna redirect here. What is, what is a splunt? It's kind of like a blunt. Or it's like a cross between a, a blunt and a split, right? <laughs> yeah, it's a splunt. Splunt. It's a splunt. I thought he was drug free, dude. It doesn't matter if no, he's, he's drug high free. on Jesus, dude. He's a, he's an ass. He's always been a fucking ass. This guy. He's always been a clown. I'll give you that. He's always been a clown. He's, he's always clown been hair. an ass. And 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 here's the deal. Like this girl, like died, right? They found her body. We know she died, and. He's publicity grab on it. It's bullshit. I said it last week. It's bullshit. The fact that he showed up and made headlines makes me sad at society. Like, <laughs> it's just bad, dude. And so now, now there's a now there's an article out, and the headline is "Dog the Bounty Hunter just showed up to as a publicity splunt." Splunt. <laughs> yeah, I said it right again. <laughs> 
crushing it. He leaves Florida empty-handed. He didn't find the dude. He's leaving the swamp. He He didn't find the dude. He failed. Of course he's going to (laughs) fail. The dude couldn't have survived in the swamp in the first place. There's freaking crocodiles in there. Yeah, I bet there's aladiles. Aladiles. (laughs) And crocodiles. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. And he probably didn't have a fan boat. That dude's in trouble. He's either like alligator food or he's somewhere else. I don't know. Uh, Yeah. Dog is... uh... Maybe either dog way, shouldn't be the, the topic of conversation. Either like, way, dog is a fucking ass. We could be talking about Brian Green or like... Laudry. Huh? I don't know. Dog is a fucking ass. Brian like, Cox or Neil deGrasse Tyson or Michio Kaku. And instead we're talking about dog the bounty hunter. You know? The like, FBI <laughs> The FBI and half of America is looking for this guy. Like, do you really think the reality star that got canceled five years ago is going to be the answer here? Like, <laughs> this isn't like it. No. Is this going to be the comeback story of a lifetime? Is Dog going to become relevant by finding this guy that the FBI couldn't find? Dude, fuck that, dude. Dog doesn't have half the resources that the fucking FBI has. That's some stupid, stupid ass shit. He probably didn't make it too far into that swamp either. That's what I'm saying. Nobody's going to make it too far in the swamp. My boots got stuck. Dude, yeah, I've, you need waders for that shit. I've been to the Everglades. You don't want to step off the highway, dude. You're going to get eaten by alligators. And snakes. Yeah. Big ones. Yeah, I think they have anacondas in Florida now, don't they? Dude, or it doesn't matter. They have, something. They, they, they have like some gnarly fucking snakes. They have snakes pythons. That are escaped from they have pythons. Is that giant what it is? pythons. Yeah. Yeah. And they have giant alligators. They like eat school buses and stuff, dude. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. I'm just saying, I'm not a fan of Dog the Bounty Hunter. So the uh, Whiskey Whiskers website is up. It's whiskeyandwhiskerspodcast.com. From there, you can find links to all of our social media, including Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can also hear our latest episodes on YouTube, Spotify, iTunes, Podbean, Google Play. Probably that list is a lot longer. So anywhere you choose to listen. We're on the That's Not Canon Network. They have tons of great podcasts. Not only ours, but a bunch of others. Doesn't matter if you're into comedy, mystery, entertainment, whatever. And they've got it. Go check them out. It's That's Not Canon Network. Also, uh, when you come to our website, which is whiskeyandwhiskerspodcast.com, be sure to click on the link. It says Bad Motherfucker. But only click on it if you actually are a bad motherfucker. Uh, From there, you can find a a way to pay into our Patreon account. Donations start at just $1. Go all the way up to $1,000. That's how we keep the show running, boys. Uh, throw in. Get in where you fit in. Uh, anyways, we have new episodes every Monday. New content all the time. We'll see you next week. <laughs>